70% of our listeners are women within their, what, 30s to 50s? Yeah, I, I would say late 20s to probably 50. Yeah. And so I was not thinking that would be the demographic, but like after the first few episodes, my wife summed it up perfectly. Your podcast is a food safety podcast for moms. And wow, if that has not, like just looking at our stats, that has been 100% accurate, spot on. Everybody's got to eat and nobody likes getting sick. That's why heroes toil in the shadows, keeping your food safe at all points, from the supply chain to the point of sale. Join industry veterans Francine L. Shaw and Matt Ragusi for a deep dive into food safety. It all boils down to one golden rule. Don't eat poop. Don't eat poop. Hello, hello, Francine. Hey, Matt. Today is going to be a very fun episode. Do you know why? I do. What is the number of this episode, Francine? 52. 52! 52. And what does that mean, Matt? That means we've been doing this for a year. A year, a whole year. We've been dealing with one another for a year. Happy anniversary. Yeah, we've been dealing with each other consistently for a year. (laughs) (laughs) We've been dealing with each other for a very long time, but not consistently. This has been as consistent as you can get without being a business. This is what we're talking about later on. Voluntarily. Not just voluntarily, but we actually pay. (laughs) We consistently (laughs) talk to each other. That's a great point. Why do I find that so funny? (laughs) I know. So before we go into goals for this next year, which is crazy. Before we go into those goals too, like legit, again, we keep talking about how like we had near zero clue of what this is going to look like. So now we have some pretty constructive goals, but we'll talk about that towards the end of this, the first segment of the episode. But to start off with, what do you think was some of the best, funniest podcasts that we've done? So that, that could be two different things. Best, funniest, some of the coolest people that we've interviewed. I don't know, start it off. Well, I'm a very strategic and I'm also a dreamer. If we weren't dreamers, we wouldn't be entrepreneurs, right? So when we first started, in my mind, I had a list of people that I thought wouldn't it be really cool if we could have them on the podcast. And I'll never forget when I sent you that message very early on. And I yeah. said, if we could have anybody on the podcast, who would you want to be on the podcast? And there was a little bit of hesitation, I think. And I said, how cool would it be if we could have Bill Marler on the podcast? (laughs) And you were like, uh, you didn't believe me. Because I at that point had already sent him a message. And he was just like, okay. And it just shocked the crap out of both of us that he, he had agreed. We were both just really shocked because it was like, nobody knows who we are. So that was very cool when Bill Marler agreed to be on the podcast and not only once, but twice. And he was a great guest and we were just really excited to have him be a part of the show. And his episodes were received, some of the best received episodes that we had. Yeah. That was a big moment. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. When you texted me, I think 
because we're trying to be a safer work show, I can't exactly say word for word what I texted you. But I think it was something along the lines of what the or <laughs> WT. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. But <laughs> he responded back. And what's interesting is, okay, I'm not quite sure it's the same for everybody, but I've been absolutely amazed at how fast we get responses from people and how genuine people are. And obviously we have a platform, so there's that. But he responded very fast to us and was like, whatever you want, what do you need? I got my own recording studio for podcasts. (laughs) So obviously he does a lot of podcasts. So if you're a podcast out there and you're looking for somebody, Bill Marlar is like the best person to come on because he's quick. He comes on. He has his own equipment. Yeah, it was really fascinating. He's amazing. Darren Detweiler. Darren Detweiler. I've been on a couple times. Very impactful. I think he made me cry twice. But <laughs> yeah, made my wife cry. What an amazing person. Great story. Yeah, we had him on twice. Those were both amazing episodes. Jorge Hernandez. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That was um, awesome. Just, I didn't know he worked for, so that was probably really cool for you. Cause did you know that he worked for the public health? Prior to working for Wendy's? No, I really did not. Yeah. That was a very cool interview. It's so funny because, and I'm learning more and more. We talk to each other all the time and you and I were just, we perceive each other as just ordinary everyday people. And yes. people come up to us and are just like, we're so shocked at the way people respond to us sometimes. And we have the same, I told Bill Marler, I'm a total fangirl. <laughs> we react that way sometimes to some people as well. It's because they're people that we have really respected throughout our career, I would say, one yep. way or another. Hal King is another person that from the time I've started, he's worked in the industry. Darren, I would put in that category too. Jorge Hernandez. Yep. And so to meet these people and to talk to them after just following them for a number of years, we are all doing the same thing for the same reason and just very humble, nice, likable individuals is what you come to find out the majority of the time. It's a good feeling and it's good yeah. to know that. And in fact, the interviews have been so well received that we've been talking about having to create a separate show, a secondary show, specifically for interviews, because we've racked up a lot of them and we don't really consider ourselves an interview show, right? But I think our audience has become to consider us that. And I I think it'd be good to have maybe another day. That's not one of our goals, but that is for this year, but that is definitely something that we are discussing maybe end of this year, beginning of next year, something like that is creating a second show for interviews or a second day for interviews. And I think we've come to discover throughout the course of the year that while we don't consider ourselves to be interviewers, we actually, we enjoy speaking to these people. I don't know if I'd call them interviews even like just talking to these people and learning about them and what they do in the industry. And not just necessarily even asking questions as much as hearing their stories. Yes, totally hearing their stories. 
is absolutely is absolutely fascinating. Yeah. And then not just their stories, but also how their stories affected their current career and then what they're seeing in the future. I think that's the fascinating thing too, is looking at these amazing minds in the food safety world and then and hearing what they think in the future. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think the funniest podcast was? God, I don't know. What do you think? There have been so... I think it's, I think it's the placenta one. I mean, okay. I, I, that's what I was going to say. The placenta one was hysterical. So I have to tell you, when I travel, and you too, we sometimes take the most ridiculous flights just to get home. I sometimes, because I don't always listen to our podcast yeah, right that's away so after funny. it's recorded. I know you listen to them all the time. It's like watching ourself, yourself on TV. A lot of actors don't watch their movies. I don't always listen to the podcast. Now, my husband, God bless him, he listens to it all the time. And if it's not out on time, he wants to know where it's at. <laughs> I don't always do that. But, so the airport's two and a half hours for me from where I live. And if it's late, I'll turn it on and listen to it on my way home from the airport because it's late. I'm tired. And I listened to that particular podcast one night on my way home from the airport. It was like midnight when I landed. I'm going to tell you what, I laughed the entire time I listened to that. I was like literally laughing hysterically in my car. That episode was just crazy. <laughs> just People have not listened to that episode. They really it should just turn it on and listen to it because it was, it was hysterical. That, yeah, my wife said that that was like one of the funniest episodes ever was that placenta one. So one of the things that I found funny about it was, as I'm listening to it, the things that I said yeah. yes. during the podcast, yes. I'm actually thinking ahead of time before I actually said them on the podcast as I'm re-listening to it while I'm driving home, which may have made it a little bit funnier. I don't know. But that episode I thought was really funny. I don't know. It's not every day we talk about placentas. So <laughs> that one really sticks out. I don't know. Yeah, I think, yeah, that one again. I, I think that was the funniest one was the placenta one. And my wife obviously thought it was funny because she's the one who sent it to us. She sends <laughs> us some good material. She sends us some good material. Yeah. What do you think was the most impactful? podcast. So I think that there were two, I believe that were impactful, one more impactful than the other, but they went together. The Jack in the box, which was oh. with Bill Marler. Yeah. I think that was maybe impactful in a different way. But the second one was the one about the poisoned documentary was absolutely yeah. impactful. I, I agree with you. The Poison documentary was really good. We did two different episodes on the Poison documentary and the one with the reporter talking about what they got out of that Poisoned video, I thought was very insightful because it was someone who's not in the food safety world talking about the food safety world. So I thought that was really impactful. So it wasn't just an episode even about the Poison documentary. We talked about that for a long time. It went on for episodes where it kept coming up. Yeah. So 
that would tell you how impactful that documentary was, even on us. Yeah. I also thought the episode where we talked about Frank Giannis's interview in Congress and his recommendations for fixing the FDA, we got a lot of comments from people talking about how they didn't even know how the FDA and the different state departments and stuff worked. And so we've done a couple episodes on that where how does the county work with the state or municipals work with the state and then them with the federal government. I thought that was really interesting for the feedback that we got from a bunch of people was that was interesting. I agree with that. In fact, he posted something today. There was a comment in there about it had something to do with all the regulations being different from state to state and county to county. And it's still, it's just, we need to do better. And wait, a patchwork of food safety standards across the United States. And that's exactly what we have. Yes. A patchwork of standards across the United States. And we need to do better. So yeah, that was another one that was another one that was good. Cool. Okay. Well, wait a minute. One more. I have a question for you. So what are you the most surprised about over the last year with the podcast? What surprises you the most? Man, that's a loaded question because we're about to go talk to about our goals. And I think that kind of helps flush things out. What am I most surprised about? I think I'm most surprised about the reaction with the industry to our podcast, right? So many people have talked about Don't Eat Poop. I've been in meetings with very serious executives within the food industry that tell me they listen to Don't Eat Poop. And they say that. Oh my gosh, I've listened to your podcast, Don't Eat Poop. I absolutely love it. And we're in a meeting talking about federal regulations, FISMA 204, traceability regulations, at which we're going to be doing an audit for them on like their supply chain. And they say, Don't Eat Poop in an actual meeting. That, I think, shocked me. <laughs> and I also am just very pleasantly surprised by the reaction of our industry and people in general at how well-received it's been. Yeah. And you and I had some very serious questions beforehand. Don't eat poop almost didn't happen because I had gotten some advice that if I started this podcast called Don't Eat Poop, I was basically doing a trash can fire for my career. And it led to like almost like a like basically like a panic attack because we had been discussing it for months and it was like at the very end and we went forward with it anyways and it has not been a dumpster fire for our career. And I had my own concerns about what it would do for my career, (laughs) my image. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, it's been good. Yeah. We could have named it anything other than Don't Eat Poop. (laughs) And we still stuck with that. And yeah, it's memorable. Yeah. It was a good thing. I'm glad you looked at it. The other thing, too, that surprised me was I really thought it was just going to be industry people. And looking at our statistics, like 70% of our listeners are women within their what, 30s to 50s? 
Yeah, I I would say late 20s to probably 50. Yeah. And so I was not thinking that would be the demographic, but like after the first few episodes, my wife summed it up perfectly. Your podcast is a food safety podcast for moms. And wow, if that has not, like just looking at our stats, that has been 100% accurate, spot on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, should we move to goals? Sure. All right. So we have a few goals. One of them is to double our listenership this year, which would be awesome. If we just kept doubling every year, that would be so awesome. That would be amazing. Yeah. The other thing we've talked about is sometime over the course of the year, well, maybe we start with the fact that Francie and I are joking about how we pay each other or we pay consistently to talk to each other. We don't even have a company. Literally, we started this thing a year ago and we don't even have an LLC. So that's another one of our goals this year is to actually create an LLC for Francine and I, which is not hard for us to do. We have multiple LLCs. But multiple LLCs, just not with each other. Just not with each other. Oh my gosh. It just goes to show like how we were not planning on this thing really taking off like it has. Did you ever think we would have a, I, I guess I assumed that we would have a company. I just didn't think it would be year with it. <laughs> wow. Now finally trademark Neuroman. I don't know if you can anymore. Oh, I bet I can. Yeah, but it is out in the public. So that's the hard part about trademarking something that's been used. I bet I can. Yeah. I have original. It'd be a bad idea to trademark Neuroman just and then let the industry use it, but at least nobody else trademarks it. Right. And then doesn't let people use it. Yeah, I figured we were either going to have to create a company or close it down because nobody was listening. I just didn't know when that was going to be either one of those triggers. So, yeah, it's been a year. We could we probably should have started this middle of last year, but whatever. It makes good for good content. We don't even have a website. So that's another goal is to actually create a website for don'teatpoops.com. Yeah. A website. What do you think? We don't even know the colors. What do you think? I'm guessing the colors are going to be pink and green. I like pink and green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. And given our audience, we might as well go with it. <laughs> it's worked for me. We need some brown though. Yes. <laughs> You're a little slow. <laughs> yeah. Brown. We need to add some brown. Yeah, some brown pies. All right, another goal is to be on YouTube. We've discussed this a bunch. Yes. So, yeah, like a Don't Eat Poop YouTube channel, which will be very interesting. What was it where we couldn't post anything because of poop? Was it TikTok? Oh, what my God. That? Everywhere. Like, they kept taking my stuff down. It was Instagram. It was YouTube. It was Facebook. It was everywhere. I'd put it up, and they totally deleted all my savvy food safety stuff because I put poop on there. And I had to fight to get it back because it was like they just wiped all my stuff out because I put poop on there. I'm like, what? Why? Where is all my stuff? Because I posted our videos. Yeah, so we'll have to figure that out. Wiped everything out. I'm like, okay, so this isn't cool. Where'd all my stuff go? Yeah. Yeah. So how are people going to search us? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This was the thing. It was doing freaking phenomenal. 
Yeah. Like, remember our videos were blowing up. They were doing so well. And because this isn't what I do, it took me forever to post that stuff. And again, we're, I don't want to spend a lot of money to do that because we're already paying to talk to each other. <laughs> so there's that. So I'm doing this myself at like midnight from my bed. And I'm so proud of myself because it's doing so well. And we're looking at it and we have a couple thousand views on things. And it's, wow, this is going really well. And then I look one morning and all of my business content for Savvy Food Safety that I've spent years creating is gone. It's what just happened. So I fight to get that back. But yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have to figure that out when we start this. Is So somebody told me that if you use zeros instead of O's. Yeah. But then how? I don't know. But then in all the, yeah. But then in the all SEO, like the description, we're going to have to like. I don't know. So if anybody's listening out there, yeah, that knows how to do this so that we can get on YouTube and and yeah, but it's funny. All the podcast stuff is perfectly fine. (laughs) Well, Apple, Spotify, whatever. Well, we also use, well, the graphics, it's within the graphic on there, but I guess too, though, the word poop is certainly in our content that's written. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll t- That's we'll not what I do. I yeah, me neither. It causes poop all day long. <laughs> and then wait, okay, so the next two things are money, right? We have to figure out sponsorships. That's another thing that we're going to be working on this year. Anybody mm-hmm. want to sponsor Donny Poop and Swag? Swag. That was the Jonathan and you were having a lot of fun in that message thread about Swag. So yes. Possibly a contest? Yeah. So we were talking about, we would love to have a don't eat poop mug. So we were talking about having a contest for a design for our don't eat poop mug. Whoever can create the best design for the, basically, we had to have a logo, but for our mug. Yeah. So that will all be coming out. Anything else that we... Those are our... That's kind of a lot. That's a lot. But we can do it. We can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So those are our goals. What did you want to end it on with? So in addition to a lot of good content on the interviewing side of things and the different episodes we've done, we've also talked about a lot of crazy stuff, TikTok-wise and just the things that people come up with and the things that people do. What's your favorite TikTok or, you know, end of the show segment that we did? I was trying to think of what the most disgusting one was. And there was, there's a few that pop out, which is sad, very sad state of affairs for the content of our show that I am disgusted by a few different things. And this says a lot since our logo literally has a big pile of poop on it and above it is a guy pooping or and barfing simultaneously so wow that just goes to show i think some of the craziest ones was the guy who did the raw chicken and raw egg diet but the barf one in the airplane that is just barf fly that's just so disgusting when he made the shrimp in the airplane. 
was wrong on so many levels. We've talked about him a couple times. Yeah, some of his content is just crazy. Melissa and I were talking. Maybe we should see if we can get him as a guest. Why? Ah, I don't know. We talk about him. Why not ask him why he does this crazy stuff? And ask okay. him, like, like he should have a disclaimer or something. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I Sure. Why not, Francie? <laughs> we could definitely have him on the show. I just wonder if he would want to be on the show. But yeah, that'll be. Like, let's think play this, this scenario. Wait a, out. Wait a minute. Let's think about this. The guy's got a ton of followers. He's got a ton of followers. Yes. So what if does anybody take him seriously? I don't know. But if they do, they need to understand the ramifications of some of the stuff that this guy does. We don't know whether or not he is really cleaning and sanitizing any of that stuff. But if that's happening beside the seeds, people should know that. If it's not, they need to understand what the ramifications of it are. Is it for pure entertainment value? Yeah, I, it would be. Know. I need to know. Wandering minds want to know. To know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I think it'd be. Sure, let's have him on. Well, again, is what it is. Why not? The problem I have is how would we proceed with the episode? Is this going to be a funny episode where we are just asking a bunch of crazy ass questions and seeing yeah. how he responds or is it more serious? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's... I don't want it to be confrontational. Yeah. But we see how it goes. If it turns to crap, we don't air it. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the nice thing about not having a live show. That's a really good point. <laughs> If he gets belligerent or anything, I don't, I don't want it to be confrontational. No, 100%. I don't want to, don't want to fight with him. No. I just want to find out what's his thought process. And yeah. do, is it for views? Is it to try to get sponsors? Is it like, why does he do what he does? I don't know. Yeah. We have and a purpose what was... in what we do. Some of our stuff is really crazy, but we have a purpose in what we're doing. <laughs> yes. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Let's have them on. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could see your face. <laughs> My husband looks at me like that sometimes. <laughs> it's not usually, it's rarely that I look at you like this, right? <laughs> usually it's the opposite. You're looking at me like that. Okay. So another one I thought was really good, just getting off this subject, was I thought there was really good engaging conversation with the salmon cooking in the dishwasher you and i bring that up all the time now oh, like we do. francine said before the show what did you say did you what, what? you were gonna go there i had to so, i just bought new appliances we're renovating and i just bought new appliances and when i bought the dishwasher when the gentleman was showing me the dishwasher i said so this i can't even say it i said so does this dishwasher have a cycle for cooking fish just looked at me like i had three heads or something and this is one of the few things that i've learned in my lifetime is that inside jokes are a lot more funnier when the person <laughs> understands the inside joke so my <laughs> husband was standing there <laughs> oh, okay it was for your husband's benefit go ahead got it that makes more sense no but I'm sure he was thinking, dear God, can I just go to the car right now? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, well, is there anything else we want to bring up before we 
end this full year of don't eat poop. I think just thank you for the overwhelming support of everybody yes. who listens. Yes, and, 100%. And, you know, participates in our ongoing craziness. Craziness. And, you know, yeah. to us do what we do. One of the things that you, know, you and I did a lot of research about podcasts before we started our podcast. We did. And one of the things that kept coming back up over and over through our research is that podcast audiences are different because you're actually building a relationship with mm-hmm. your listeners. They get to really know you, right? YouTube takes it on a whole different level as well. But on YouTube, the, usually they're not 40-minute long episodes. Our audience is really getting to know you and I, who we are as people, mm-hmm. who our families are, et cetera. I didn't understand that fully until about halfway into last year. Do you agree? Well, no, I do agree with that. And there's the thing about us is that we're both very open people. So we don't yeah. hesitate to talk about the fact that you have 20 children. And <laughs> what do you have to, why, why does everybody exaggerate? I have 10. That's not an exaggeration. <laughs> That's already a big number. <laughs> And we do, we talk about our real lives and the things that go on and it's just silly or not silly or whatever. And the people do get to know us. So that being said, you know how I have those, these gigantic dogs. Yes. They're hard <laughs> so to miss. Friday night, got out of the car and these dogs get so excited when we've been away. Even if, if, if it's been 10 minutes, they think we've been gone for three hours. I get out of the car and my husband let the smaller of the two dogs out, which weighs at least a hundred pounds. And all I can see running towards me and they know they don't jump on me because they know not to, but she, all I can see running towards me, Matt, is these big floppy ears and this big ball of fur. And she's like dodging towards me as fast as she can run. Notice to God, you can almost feel the ground shake. And I'm yelling, no. <laughs> right into me, right into me. I'm flying like into the air. My laptop went one way. I went on the ground and I'm laying on the ground and the other dog's inside now going nuts. She's in there just barking up a storm. I'm yelling on for my husband because the dog is now on top of me because she wants to play. She thinks she's going to play. So she's on top of me. My husband opens the door, and at this point, the second dog comes out. He weighs like 130 pounds. So now I've got two dogs on top of me. I'm trying to get up on the ground. You would think my husband would come out to be like, are you okay? Help me up. I finally get up, and I'm walking towards the house. They're running circles around me because they want to play. My husband's standing there with the camera. Okay, <laughs> you're up and walk into the house. Wow. So at your funeral, when your dogs kill you, there'll be good footage playing in the background of your death. That'll be. My, my daughter's like, I'm, wow. I mean, it was, it was just 200 pounds of dog on top of me, just having a grand time. My God. Anyway, this is the type of family that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving they are. Yes, and very hairy. 
yeah, the dogs had a great time. Anyway. All right. Well, on that note, to another 52 weeks. Yes. Of Don't Eat Poop. Don't Eat Poop. <laughs>